that's okay. the thing. So I try to make it, and I even offer customizations mm-hmm. and stuff. Because it's like, it's not that it's going to be geared just like what I like. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of the businesses, they have a certain niche. Yeah. I try to open it just because, no, like, we all have different styles. That's how we express ourselves. Yeah. I'm so glad you guys are here. I'm so excited for this episode. And uh, really, I'm really in hoping and enjoying this heat. No. I don't like the cold. No. Even though I'm sweating like crazy, mm. I love heat. It's like, I can't. What's the point of showering? Please, tell me. I mean, you save time. I already have a, I know, I already have a boyfriend. Who do I need to impress? <laughs> Please. <laughs> it's <And> terrible. <laughs> anyway... Uh, yeah, it's, we're gonna get sweaty later, anyways. Yeah, it's. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys. Sorry. That's true love, right there, people. That's true love. Oh God. But in all seriousness, we are here with a very special guest, and I'm gonna have Carla introduce her, and she has has the shoutouts for today. I do. Um. So first shout out was um the Long Beach Immigration Coalition. Is that what it's called? I believe so. I believe so. And they had a workshop for like reading our rights for like just all of us, la gente, you know, and about ICE especially being out there. And the workshop was going to be on Wednesday and we put a post out about it, but it's actually being rescheduled. Uh, We don't know quite yet when and we'll put a little bit more on our story about it. But just be aware that those that did sign up with us that just it's canceled. Sorry. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, second shout out is Latin Fe- Latina Fest, which is in uh, Plaza de la Cultura. Yep. And it's going to be August 25th. And it's just a bunch of vendors, which are you going to be there? You're not going to be. So you need to sign up. You need to go to it. You need to be at that. I was there last year. Okay. But just, okay. I can't this year. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm too busy. Oh, okay. All right. Busy woman. Busy, busy woman. woman. <laughs> um, which leads us to our guest today. I want her to introduce herself. Um, and also give her shout-outs. Okay, so I'm Jenna Castro. I am the one behind Candy's Closet. And I guess my shout-out will be to my best friends, so Priscilla and Nicolette. And I also have to give a shout-out to Oco Madre Candles, uh, Marcela, and um, Gloria Lucas from Laguna Positivity. Okay, yes. How did you get to meet Marcela from Oco Madre? Oh, it's funny. We met when we barely started at some event, uh-huh. and then I don't know where we started talking that we're both Salvadorian. Uh-huh. She's Salvadorian? Yeah, she's Salvadorian, no too. No way! Okay. Um, so, I don't know how we started talking about that, and then mm. we just, just began talking, and we're like, we know each other's families and stuff. Oh, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, so we're that like, is, close. She's so cool. Like, we met her, my cousin Melanie, which, Melanie is here. Hello, Melanie. Hey! <laughs> um, <laughs> She so we were like helping her mom put her stuff into her car. Oh, okay. Porque la señora, she was just there, like she was like waiting for help, and I'm like, Melanie, let's help her. And so we were volunteers at um, what what is the event? Viva Viva la Mujer event. And so we helped her out, and we took her like to the car, and 
uh, Marcela was there's like thank you for helping my mom and so that since then every time I run into her mom her mom's like Mija me and she's like I'm like oh my god because yeah. her mom's the sweetest thing yeah her oh mom's my god yeah that's cool though I didn't know she was Salvadorian yeah she's Salvadorian did too. you I had no idea. I only met her like for a minute so oh yeah you're right you barely met her so oh, I was cool. like oh I don't know. it's interesting how we connect like within our cultures you know yeah because that's really what drove me besides your merch because it's awesome that drove drove me to you I was like oh my god she's half just like me like yes half salvadorian half guatemala yeah. like awesome you know so is that you were born here yes i was born here and my parents so my mom's from El salvador and my dad was from guatemala okay okay so yeah how did they meet how did so my mom actually met my dad in guatemala okay because she lived there for a bit when before she was going to come here mm-hmm. and she worked at the restaurant he like co-owned okay what restaurant so, it was some restaurant over there. Okay, I don't know. Okay. Some, like, you know, yeah. a little restaurant. Yeah, out of the okay. so many. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was one of the owners. It was like two owners and he was one of them. And that's how they met. Okay. Okay. And my mom never thought, yeah. like, they, you know, she was like, whatever. Like, yeah. okay. And yeah. Then that's... it's like, oh, you're Ooh. here with him. You have Ooh. children. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> so you have siblings? Yes. How many do you? <clears throat> so I have two older brothers. Okay. So one's half and then. The other one's like my full brother. Okay. Are you the youngest? I'm the youngest. Oh, you're I'm the, the baby. only girl. I'm the youngest. Oh, so that was, wow. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Same here. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, have you been back to Guatemala or El Salvador? So I've never been to Guatemala. Uh-huh. Um, but I do want to go and that's a trip I'm hoping to plan next year. Okay. Um, we'll with, talk. We'll yeah. Talk. <laughs> so, yeah, that's yeah. something I want to plan for next year. But I go to El Salvador often. So oh, I went okay. there last year. I'm going to go hopefully in September or October. Okay. And uh, Yeah. That I, I try to go as often. Cool, cool. Uh, what part of El Salvador? So, I think we're in La, in La Libertad. So, I'm near Santa Tecla. Well, I'm near, like, the little city of Ciudad Arce. That's okay. why, like, where my family okay. lives right now. Mm-hmm. But my grandparents are from Chalatenango. Oh, okay, okay. So, you have a lot of family still over there? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Because it was from my tios and tias. Three of them were here. So, basically, my mom and two of my tios. Mm-hmm. And three of them stayed over there. Okay. Yeah, so I have like even my house over there, and that's when does I got your over does your family have like coffee farms? Mm. No, but uh, but my abuelita worked in coffee. Oh, that's awesome. So she always tells us about it, and like and it cracks me up because when my roommate, she's from Nicaragua, she's oh. half from Nicaragua, and then. We're all talking, and my grandma was telling us about her experience working in coffee over there. And uh-huh. she asked her, like, you usted trabajado en café? <laughs> we're like, yes. oh, Alita, that, that doesn't happen here yeah. like that. The closest thing is, like, a Starbucks or something. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it's so crazy. Yeah, that's, that's, it's, sorry, go ahead. No, yeah, it's hilarious. We're laughing. Yeah. We're like, no, it's not, it doesn't work like that here. <laughs> uh, does she live here? No, my grandma lives in Guatemala, I mean in El Salvador, but oh. I bring her. So oh, every year, uh, the past like four years, I've been bringing her every year. That's awesome. I want to interview your grandma. Oh, you, should, oh. you will love her. Because I'm, like, I'm all about coffee, right? Well, she remembers, she's 92, so she like remembers mm. everything, Ooh. everything. And it's like just crazy because all the wars, you know, yeah. so... I mean, half their life was just her running around basically from fleeing from country to country. Ooh. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy because that's that's why our family, my yeah. Melanie and I, um, so her mom is my aunt, and so my aunt and my mom they fled, flowed, fled, fled, fled. Thank you. Wow. I was like, wait. Se fueron corriendo, pues. They fled 
to Guatemala, um, and they la- they landed. They went and lived in Esquipulas, and okay. that's how that's how my my dad and my mom um, they met. Oh, okay. And so, yeah. but yeah, when the war was happening, they just went on over. Yeah, they were like. So I know they lived in Honduras and they lived in Guatemala. So my grandma knows like almost all Central America. That's awesome. That's crazy because even Melanie, your dad. My dad, yeah, he's lived in Panama. He's lived in Mexico, somewhere else. Honduras, también no some or. I don't know. I think mm. it's one other country. Yeah, yeah, that's so crazy. It's like just jumping around, like. It's it's ridiculous. Like the craziness of war. And what it does to people. To this day, I still need to like get myself educated, educated in general because apparently I don't know how to, my grammar. But educated in general <laughs> on like all of us know. <laughs> <laughs> on the war, you know, like I know little bits and pieces, but I think I know more about Guatemalan history because, like I said, my parents grew up there, and my I've been like every year to Guatemala and we do like service projects yeah. out there so it's like I've been more intact with my Guatemalan roots than like my Salvadorian culture and me it's my Salvadorian it's crazy yeah, yeah but because of my mom so yeah. my mom has both of them both my parents were made sure I knew I knew about my culture like uh-huh. you know like hey it is Centroamericana you know uh-huh. you're not gonna let anyone else tell you you're anything else kind That's of thing awesome. mm-hmm. um but my mom would try to like educate me when it came to Salvadorian like mm-hmm. history because she would tell me about las guerras que pasaron because mm-hmm. she was there too um and my grandma because she remembers so much yeah. that she like tells it how how oh, she it experienced yeah. it kind of thing yeah that's like, yeah and that's your elder right there that's like firsthand you yeah. know Wow, that's like, Literally, she was there yeah 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 I mean there was one that it was from a soccer game it was Honduras and Salvador it was like a two three day war that's crazy just because of a soccer game wow. are you serious yes look it oh up there's God. something with a soccer <laughs> game with honduras and el salvador and i remember just being like what like yeah. and it was an actual thing we're hot-headed yeah we're all hot-headed <laughs> so mike so this actually sparks up a question on right. mine why do salvadorians why do us salvadorians not like mexicans you know what that's a like U.S. thing. Yeah. Okay. That's a U.S. thing because I, I feel. told you. I told <laughs> because you. Over there, they don't care. <laughs> like they're always like oh, whatever, you know. Because uh-huh. my cousins over there were cachiporras, so okay. they would sometimes go into competitions, and there's like multiple like mm-hmm. countries, mm-hmm. and they would be like, oh yeah, we've met people from all over. It's whatever, you know. Yeah. yeah. But that's like a very U.S. thing, that's so and I think it's just to like separate us, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, but I think that's just a very U.S. thing. That's so crazy. Yeah, because, I, I mean, I don't even know. Like, almost everybody that I've run into that, they're like, oh, you're Salvadorian, so you hate Mexicans. I'm like, eh. Like, that's a think, stereotype. It's a stereotype. Into. I think me, because I grew up in Hollywood, and it was, I've always been around Central Americans, Mexicans. Like, mm-hmm. it's never been, like, I haven't come across our own people. Uh-huh. Well, depending, I guess, the region, even in L.A. where you live. Like, yeah. say if you were to live, like, in Southeast L.A., mm-hmm. you're going to be more with Mexicans. So yeah. being Salvadorian or Guatemala, just Central American or mm-hmm. anything else, is mm-hmm. not, like, you don't see it as often. Yeah. yeah. Rather than here, I'm like, oh, no, I could get, a, like, a pupusa down the street right now Damn, if I want. That's the life right Yeah, there. like, <laughs> it's, like, all the products, like, oh, cola champán, like, you don't see that at your grocery store? Like, nope. that's kind of, yeah. So yeah. it's all very like even regional in LA 
That's so, that's, and that's interesting to me because I'm like, I'm going to K-Town. This is the first time that I've been in K-Town and I'm expecting like, like it's just Koreans, you know, it's, or that's about it. You see everything. It's like. It's like Koreans and Central Americans. That's so crazy. There's just like such division between all these little like gaps in LA. It's just so big and it's like, all right, this is where you go for Mm -hmm. like Mexican food. This is where you go for like Salvadorian food. I'm like. I'm so confused. I'm lost. I'm like, where am I? <laughs> it's yeah. funny because you go down like uh, when you're in Koreatown. I was coming down Vermont. You see all of the signs for like the little plaza areas for like all the Korean businesses, and then right on the sidewalk, there's plenty of pupusas, like platanos, yeah. and all that. It's, it's funny as hell to me. Like even like, here, yeah, like niggas. within here, I mean, we have a Salvadorian restaurant. There's a panaderia, uh-huh. so they even serve food there. Um, we have another panaderia next to us. We mm. have like fried chicken we have like a corn dog place there's like korean wow, food like so yeah yeah talk about the city of diversity right because yeah, i've met really koreans is. that like they speak spanish and this is why yeah <laughs> basically yeah that's so that's so interesting to me that's that i mean that's awesome though like if you want diversity come to la you know honestly or come to cal so, so cal so cal oh so cal i like that yeah so, so you have a business. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about that. Okay, so it's funny how it started. Uh-huh. Because it started technically when I was in college still. Okay. And okay. then I would always make my own accessories. Okay. And I would always get people like, oh, that's cute. Where'd you get it? And I'll be like, oh, I made it. Yeah. And they'll be like, did you sell it? I'm like, no, no, no. you know, it's mine. <laughs> yeah. It's for me. Um, and my friends were the ones that were constantly pushing me, like, just open an Etsy. Just open an Etsy. And it was uh-huh. just like, fine, okay. And it just started with, like, a few little things. And um, and then after I graduated, mm-hmm. I my the contract at my job then ended. And they weren't going to renew it. Wow. So it was just that kind of thing, like, oh, shoot, I need money. Yeah. And I remember just, like, this was just kind of like, oh, it's extra gas money or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I was in a group on Facebook that was, like, women of color. And my friend was like, post it there. Like, you have a shop. Maybe it'll share... Some people mm-hmm. were purchased or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. And then I just, I was seeing that was like a lot of support. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna just start making more stuff. Like, yeah. and then I was, I made conchas. And then mm-hmm. I did them as a joke. Cause I was like, look at what I made, y'all. Like, and they were like, are you gonna make those into earrings? Like, you should sell them and Ooh. stuff. And then I'm like, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I was just making them because I was bored. Yeah, yeah. You know, and because I'm like, okay, pandulce, I'll be cool. Yeah. And I didn't see anything like that at the yeah. time. And this is, we're talking about like 2016. Oh, shit. So this is three, three years, years ago. ago yeah. And then I was just like, okay. And I it just went from friends sharing me. And then a few friends were like, hey, you should do this event. They charge like 10 bucks. You could sell there or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. That's literally it how it became. But and now though you're it's it's full time. Like, it's full time. It's full time. So I quit my job back in October. So oh, going almost a year wow. of full time. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I I just figured I'm like I might as well just do this. I yeah. feel a little more happy doing this. I felt like I could do more with my platform mm-hmm. because before this I was working in a psychology lab. I was okay. a coordinator there doing research, so oh, I had shit. like a career, I guess, yeah. career career. And I was just kind of getting sick of it um, because it was very competitive. People had no idea what they were doing and it was supposed to be community-based, but mm-hmm. they had no idea, like, 
mm. how, and it was kind of like yeah. white people doing research on Latinos, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but y'all not giving back? Like, yeah, yeah like, okay, we're just using them, yeah. yeah. So I was just kind of like, I feel I could do more with my platform, even come to advocacy and stuff yeah. with this, and I was just making more money from this. Yeah. So I'm wow. like, that's might so as crazy. well. Yeah, because I was doing the math, and I'm like, even if I worked full time at the highest like mm-hmm. pay that I could get there, I'm like, I'm basically making the same, and yeah. I'm like, there's, I'm like, I might as well go full time. Yeah, that that's crazy. So what did you go to school for? What did? So I went to UCLA for psychology, okay. and then okay. um, and I had a minor in labor and workplace studies. Oh, wow. So I actually got very involved mm-hmm. with the community mm-hmm. when it came to that a lot when it came to labor and like garment work. Oh, so, like, okay. when it came to, like, sweatshops even here in L.A. Yeah. So, that was one big thing when I was doing this. And I'm like, I want to be able to provide jobs eventually, get this big enough, but that are sustainable. Yeah. yeah. And that oh, actually, yeah. like, pay well rather than yeah. there is, like, pure piece. They're getting, like, three, mm. five cents pure piece that they yeah. make. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that's, that's how I get. Yeah. It's crazy how it, like, all just comes into, like, and it ties together, you know? Yes. Like, would you have imagined that you would be at this spot five years ago no and it's so funny because my mom's always like no i knew you were gonna have a business oh, and then she, i'm like what siempre saben yeah <laughs> and she was just like i found it weird that you were gonna study psychology but <laughs> i just let you do what you wanted to do because yeah. that's what you said you wanted to do because mm-hmm. my plan was to go for my phd yeah and and then i'm like but i've always i've been making jewelry since i was like eight yeah so it was just like Okay, I guess this is it. And yeah. I even worked in fashion for a while. So that's what helped me even, like, how to work with Etsy, how to do shipping with that, was mm-hmm. that I worked making, like, high-end jewelry, and mm-hmm. she did it through Etsy. It was some oh, white wow. lady, and she did, um, it was, like, bridal jewelry and just yeah. high-end oh, wow. jewelry. Yeah. So I was making pieces that would cost, like, 20, 30 bucks. That she would sell for like five hundred, eight hundred. Oh wow. my! And we see that a lot. And like, yeah, it's, so that's one big thing with what I make that I'm like, no, I want to keep it affordable because yeah. I'm like, there's no point. Yeah. And me selling it for like five times what it really should be worth. Yeah. Well, it's like crazy. I mean, I don't like to put labels on it, but it's like, you have. I was talking about Banana Republic the other day. You know, I like a lot of their styles, but like maybe it was last year a little bit of a little bit ago you know if you look at their labels it's a lot made from guatemala and but their clothes is expensive yeah yeah it's like i i remember back in the day like i used to be obsessed with them i used to purchase all their clothes and i remember like the cheapest i'd probably pay like 40 dollars for like a button-up shirt like a business casual like button-up and you're shirt. getting like in clearance yeah <laughs> yeah, seriously. Honestly, that's yeah. clearance right there. That's what you know, it is. And then I started realizing, I'm like, man, this is really good quality clothes and que tanto. But then I'm like, but they're not being sustainable about it. They're not being, like, ethical about stuff like that, you know? And so it's like, how can we change that? And you're doing that. Like, I think it's not clothes necessarily, but, I mean, later down the road, that'd be cool. You should do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hint. <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> um, that would be cool, you know? But definitely, it's just like, it makes me think, like, if, let's say... Um, a person of color were to do that, would you still have this, like, be doing that in the, how do I say it? Would you still be selling these products in the same pricing that these white folks are doing it? You know, I get what you mean. Yeah. But, no. 
Yeah. I want to still keep it at that affordable yeah. range. Like everything yeah. I sell, say on my website, goes from two fifty mm-hmm. to fifteen dollars. Yeah. Just because I'm like, we shouldn't have to pay exactly. so much exactly for something like a necklace or exactly. whatever. You know, like, because yeah. I've seen people that say, like, the necklace you're wearing, like, the metal stamping, mm-hmm. right now that's a big thing. That yeah. style of necklace is such a big thing. Yeah, yeah. But they sell it for, like, $30, $40, mm-hmm. like, 50 Yeah. And I'm like, why? And that's machine made. Yeah. Like, well, it's a machine that's engraving it. Exactly. And while I'm actually, like, doing it with a hammer and stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm like, no. Like, I know how much my time is worth with it, mm-hmm. like, how fast I'm making it, how much the, it actually costs the material. I'm like, yeah. they well, and that's, it. And that's what I'm saying. It's just, like, if a white person were to make this, and please correct me if I can use another label, because I feel always <laughs> weird saying a white person. White people. A white people. The widows, you know, those gringos. When they make this, it's like, yeah, they're going to sell it for, like, a hundred and plus dollars, you know? Because you always hope to and upsell. It, and yeah. it's going to go for them. And, like, it's going to sell off their, their shelves easily. But then if a Latin person were to do that, or a person of color were to do that, like, how easily is it really going to sell? Just, they're going to probably look at us like, you crazy, you know? So does it really make a difference, like, what ethnicity you are at selling it at that price? Yeah, it, does, it doesn't matter who made it. Because you're still putting on the label like, hey, this was made this, this was made there. I think it just... This was handmade, this was machine made. Yeah, I guess... Well, they won't even say if it's machine made. Exactly. exactly. I guess it's just like, because I, I think about it, right? I think about um, antique shops, uh, just like little like antique shops on 4th Street in Long Beach, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. A lot of these shops are hell of expensive. Okay, I go in there and I'm like, man, I'm expecting something like at a good price because it's worn, it's used, it's probably tore up too. Yeah. It's like a ripped up shirt. I'm looking at like $50. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you fucking serious? But then I go to the Callejones and I find something that's like probably better condition and brand new, never worn. Y voy a pagar cinco dólares. So it's just like, but it's like if they were to, people in the Cajones were to raise their prices, they'd be like, you fucking crazy. But un huero, they raise their prices like, oh my God, it must be gold. You know, like. It's, it's image is everything. And it's yeah. something that. That's where I'm going with it. Yeah. It's like, hmm, it makes me think. And it's like, that's just like. And I think that's what kind of helped me. Because I actually have a lot of white customers. Because I mm. have like flower earrings and stuff. I try to have a bit of everything. Yeah. Just because okay. I remember going into stores and being like, I can't find something here. Like. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, having gone to different stores just to be able to find something in my style. Like, yeah. I have a very more, like, vintage pinup style mm-hmm. that is expensive. Yeah. I, like, as fuck. Like, I'm, it's hella expensive. Yeah. Um, because they, like, my hair flower or something like that, when it's in a pinup store, it costs, like, 20, 25 bucks. I mean, yeah. you were, like, some of our friends that, like, they do that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. So like, then, so then, I make sure I have a bit of everything. Yeah. And I think what helps me in my business, like, online, mm-hmm. when I, white people buy, is that the name of my business doesn't sound like Phoenix. Yeah. Which is Be- sad, though. It's like... Yeah. So, I just named it Candy's Closet, because I named it after my mom. My mom's name yeah. Candy. Okay. So, and it was, like, closet... Well, I'm like, my mom would... The closets at her place are huge, and she just has this stuff with all this stuff. Oh, okay. That it was literally, like, Tiene todo. Okay, yeah. like, oh, I have this. Don't worry. Yeah, that's cute. Thing. That's cute. So I'm like, I wanted something like that. <laughs> yeah. That it was like, oh, think of, you know, even when you look through your closet, you end up finding stuff that you're like, oh, I didn't know I had that. It's like, true. It's true. So I kind of wanted to do it something like yeah. that and leave it a bit vague that I could have. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to, I could put clothes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, and that's, that's definitely like smart, a smart move. 
I, I guess like sometimes it just oh, makes yeah. me think where it's like, man, it's sad that us people of color we have to take to we have to even think to those measures. Yeah, and you know? at the time I didn't even think of that, mm-hmm. but then after it was just kind of like, oh, yeah, okay, because yeah. I actually because if, if you, I wonder if you were to have named it something else. Yeah, you know, would it, would you still have a booming? And that's like, what I wonder. Kind of, I think the only thing that really shows it is that it's a calaverita. Yeah. That's like the logo. Yeah. I think that's what makes it like, okay. Yeah. She's brown. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, she's like <laughs> it's like, okay, she's brown. Yeah. Like, you know, kind of thing. But it doesn't sound too brown, I guess. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's part of it. But yeah, hmm. it, it wasn't something I considered at first mm-hmm. until after when I realized it. Yeah. It's because branding is everything. Like, yeah. you want your brand to represent yeah. oh, who yeah. you are, who you want to hit. And uh, how people can understand what you do. Yeah. So I think you did the best way that you could. Like I will give you an A plus, you know. Yeah. Because you, yes. it doesn't sound like it's from a specific place. It just sounds like, oh, this is interesting, and there's probably a story behind it. And yeah. you just told us a story, and we're hooked into it. Like, oh damn, I want to buy stuff from you. I want yeah. earrings. <laughs> I have pins and keychains. There you go. See, but there you go. <laughs> and I have something I will look into. <laughs> you see what I mean? Like you did we a can very. Right now, yeah, you gotta burn the needle. This is a new level of podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) The podcast was so great, it pierced your (laughs) ear. But yeah, it's like it's it's awesome what you did with this. And dude, to do it full time, it takes a lot of work. That's awesome. I admire that. I still find it like incredible. I'm like, I could literally work in underwear if I wanted, you know, like it's that kind of thing that I'm like, I'm really doing. like this is what's paying my bills this is like how because i help my family in el salvador i'm like i'm literally able to like help them with this you know um i have a friend that comes and works for me a few hours like i'm able to pay her like something like yeah so it's just that kind of thing that i'm like i wanted to grow this that i could continue to create those Mm -hmm. jobs especially like i said because it's fashion and i already know how this industry is mm-hmm. and how it treats its workers. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, it needs to be something that pays well. Like, yeah. this is a skill that not everyone has. Yeah, and I think that's becoming more of a common thing in the Latin culture. Like, especially since I've moved out here and going to a lot of these events. Like, I mean, you don't see this in Utah. And so it was just like crazy to me to go to Viva La Mujer or these like little farmer Latin farm, farmers markets and um, Concha Con, like, Man, like to me, that's like Disneyland, you know? It's like when it's. Yeah, and honestly, this has started, I wanna say in the past two years, it's really grown having Mm -hmm. these events. Mm -hmm. When I first started, no había casi esto. Like it was like, okay, where do we go then? And then we would create like our own little events. Like Mm -hmm. it was among other vendors. Um, Yeah, that's literally, it was just like, okay, I mean, with Okomadre, me and her did an event that were like, okay, let's go and see how it goes, and it was like terrible, it was just like a shock to her, like, no (laughs) ego, it was like, oh my god, this went so bad, but we're like, we have to try and see what market, like, you know, appeals, and now Mm -hmm. it's like easy to find as like a vendor or a business, you know, way Mm -hmm. to go promote yourself, and you're starting. It's trial and error, trial and error, and And that's how it's done, like, a lot of people end up after like a year they're like nah i can't do it yeah. but it's a lot of work yeah like the, i was talking to a friend the other day because on the 24th so two days ago 
I actually, that was the day a year ago that I made the decision to move out here. I was like having a mental breakdown, like literally mental breakdown. Mm -hmm. And I remember calling my tia and I was like, hey, how much are you going to charge me for rent? And she's like, what are you talking about? I was like, I want to move out there. And so I was just like, you know what? I, I just need to get out of Utah. I need to be done with this place. Like I've been here for too long. And I, like, I remember leaving and people were like, you're going to be back. You're going to be back. Like, and I'm like, well, nope, I'm going to, you know, I want to go pursue the coffee industry. I want to see what it brings. And, and literally it's been a lot of trial and error. And I, I think about it now, if I would have given up, like, where would I be now? You know? And it's like, if we don't do those, you know, I faced like a lot of like adversities, even when I first moved out here, it was really hard. And it was like, man, LA is too crowded. The commute, I hate this. Like, I don't have friends, like whatever. <laughs> like, and I remember, and I, I know I've told this story so many times on the podcast and Sal already knows what story I'm going to tell but I remember Sal sitting me down on the ground and just saying all right you have to yell I am a bad motherfucker and I'm like hey, I'm a bad motherfucker he's like no yell it and I and I saw the video and he's like and I just remember yelling at the top of my lungs and it's like I'm a bad motherfucker and I'm just like and I just since then it's like all right trial and error I failed but it's like it, you know fail is really when you just stop and you give up and you don't even pick it up again but, you know, it's really, like, your strong point when you just trial and error, trial and error. And that's literally what it is. Like, with a lot of what I make, like, how I end up making it, it's just like, okay, let me see. Maybe with this material, with this mm -hmm. kind of thing. And who I call is, like, my, like my other business friends or, like, mm -hmm. my friends. I'll, like, vent with them. I'll be like, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> or something, you know? Yeah. Because I basically work alone, you know? Yeah. So it, it could become very tiring, stressful. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, like, the de tu mismo kind of yeah. thing. Mm. But, yeah, like, it's just... That's weird. awesome. Like, yeah. this is became what it is. And it, to me, it was just like, oh, shoot, this is real once I got invited last year to BuzzFeed. Like, the headquarters yeah. in New York. Yeah, That's I when that. I was just like, oh, this is real. Like, and oh. I, like, this is a thing like yeah. this is yeah you know what you're known for now yeah um yeah because that's when i think it was like my first year it's when i made a buzzfeed list that mm -hmm. it was just like um like 33 latinx businesses that you should support for latino heritage month mm -hmm. and then mine was one of them and i was just like I'm among all these other big that people. Awesome. Like, I was with, like, Viva La Bonita. Like, Ooh. I was just, like, with all these others in the list. That yeah. I was just, like, I'm, like, a little business. Like, yeah. I'm a little thing compared yeah. to them, you know? Like, yeah. And then just seeing that I constantly started making lists. Like, Remezcla put me in some. So I was cool. in one in Mitu this year. I came out of bustle. Like, it was just, like... Okay, this is yeah, like like this, you're living it. Yeah, you're living everything was, you're seeing on Instagram. Yeah, on and it was the weirdest thing because every, they don't tell you. They don't mm -hmm. tell you if you're in a list or anything. Mm -hmm. I would have people message me. They'll be like, "Hey, look, you're on this list," and I'll be like, "What? <laughs> That's where the hits are going on the website." <laughs> yeah. No, it was always like to me, like, "Wait, what? Yeah. Like that's what? That's why I'm getting so many hits on the website." Like, yeah, yeah that's, that's that's awesome. That's. Yeah, and I, I know, like, when I first moved out here, I'm, like, I'm, like, connecting with, like, me through, like, people, you know, that, mm -hmm. or people from Pero Like, and yeah. uh, I was just, like, oh, my God, this is real stuff, like, and it's, like, and it's an actual, like, you can make it happen, you know, you can make it happen, you just gotta keep going, you gotta keep going, <laughs> yeah, especially if you love what you're doing. 
Yeah, and it was the weirdest thing because when I went over there, over there they seemed to have more of the writers, okay. like of the articles. That's mm-hmm. what it seemed like. Mm-hmm. And I remember just meeting folks that had put me in their list. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, you're the one. I wrote a list with you on there. It was like, <laughs> oh, it was you. Like, <laughs> like, and the fact that I wasn't just making Latino, like, oriented businesses like lists mm-hmm. like i made one that was like if you're a feminist like women like Ooh, ones and yes. stuff like that like women for you know like women's history month yeah i remember making a list for one of those as businesses support That's awesome. it was like 35 businesses and only three of us were brown Wow. And then I was just like, oh my god, like yes, red. Like I was just like, oh my god, this yeah. is it. This yeah. okay. Yeah. So once I, so it was last year in October when I got invited to New York, that's when I was just like, you know what? I might as well just quit my job. Like the yeah. my contract was ending there, and then I was like, I'm not even gonna try to fight it yeah. to increase it, kind of thing. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I I think that is so inspiring as like a Latina coming from like a Latina woman and. Especially from like halfsies over here, you're like my halfsies twin. I want to call you that. <laughs> um, you know, it's like really inspiring because it just it makes us, it makes me realize that we're in an era right now as Latin X, like a time of revolution for us. You know, yeah. where back in the day, you know, we had these princesses, uh, Disney movies, these superheroes. They're all, like, Americanized, right? But now we're starting to see it where it's, like, not only in our cartoons, in our, like, movies, in our comics, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. but even in, like, our social media, in our, in our movies, in our vendors, and, like, the products we're wearing. It's a lot of our people, and we're starting to get, like, rooted back to a lot of our ancestry and our cultures and becoming, like, happy about it, but not... Not that in, not necessarily the envidia, because I think I mentioned this a few episodes back where we, like, I don't know, my, my mom, she used to have, like, markets in, in Guatemala, right? And little puestos. Mm. And I remember her saying, like, nasa vieja chancluda. And, uh, <laughs> like, things like that. And, uh, <laughs> like, mom, but why, you know? And it's like, my our parents have been entrepreneurs. Our ancestors are entrepreneurs from day one, right? And now when we're getting into business, it's more of like, we're getting into business, we're becoming our, like, entrepreneur ancestors, like, you know? Now it's but, just friendly competition. But it's like empowerment, you know? Like, the the vendor next to you could be selling the same thing, but you guys are, like, empowering each other. So going into these, like, yeah. events, I'm like, man, these are, like, superheroes to me. Like, it's so Honestly, cool. yeah. It's, like, it's just different. It's different to me, because, I don't know, like, but I'm... I, I guess, like you said, you know, it's been a thing within the past few years, just recently. Yeah, I want to say in the past year, it's really, really grown. And then the one thing I will say, I think now, because everyone just thinks they can make a business, Mm because online tends to be... So I think, like, social media in general makes tends to make it seem like owning a business is easy. Like, oh, you can work from home and it's easy. You know, that um, it's just corporate is now noticing it yeah yeah with the latino market Mm. because i went to target and there was like a bonita shirt yeah yeah. So the, it's, like ooh. Disneyland, they have the concha ears. Yeah. And they're so like they're like uh, from concha. Like I like those better. I don't know. Yeah. Why. So those are yeah. yeah. So people have been making them, yeah. you know. But mm. now corporations are like, mm-hmm. oh, we're seeing this market. Shit. Yeah, they see a trend. Wow. Yeah, they're seeing the trend. 
Huh. So I that's have... the one thing, though. Especially, I think I see it because as a business owner, I have to kind of think. I have to think ahead of the trend. Mm-hmm. You know, like everything right now, it is conchas and hot cheetos and stuff. Stuff that I made in the beginning that I'm like, cool. Yeah. Yo, ya estoy adelante, like making something else. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because we have to think, okay, these big corporations, they have the money to be able to produce something oh, like for that sure. and sell it cheaper. Yeah. So it's like, how could I go ahead of that game? Yeah. Wow, that is interesting. I actually never saw that. Well, look what happened to small businesses and the rise of the shopping mall. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Wow, that is crazy. Are Have you seen a big difference in your business? I haven't, but I... Like, yes and no. There's certain products that, like, say, like, the concha earrings. They still really sell. Mm-hmm. But now others are like, oh, well, I see it. Someone else has it, too. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I'm like, okay, I've been making it for, like, three years. All right. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, fine. Yeah. It's cool. I have, but I think with me what helps is that I'm always making something new. Mm-hmm. And it's not all just cultural. Yeah. Like, I have things, like, I have, like, superhero earrings and stuff. Because I'm a nerd. Yeah. yeah. So I have, like, cool. stuff like that. I have, like, yeah. flower earrings. Because... I basically how I make my stuff it's like get inspired by others okay. like what is other people's style like mm-hmm. my mom and I dress completely different mm-hmm. and a lot of things come from her inspiration from her fashion sense okay. um I like even how I come up with my ideas it's, it'll be random it'll be like you know make a good thing this I'm gonna make it <laughs> like it'll be like that or sometimes yeah. I even ask my followers like what would you want to see yeah because this isn't about like me like half the stuff I make I probably wouldn't even wear yeah it's more like what do you feel represents you like your fashion style like what your accessories is basically like or even how you dress that represents Mm -hmm. you you know make some coffee stuff like offer me (laughs) 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 I'm down I'll buy it all (laughs) you know so that's the thing so I try to make it and I even offer customization Mm -hmm. stuff because it's like it's not that it's gonna be geared just like what I like Mm -hmm. and that's what a lot of the businesses they have a certain niche yeah I try to open it just because no like we all have different styles that's how we express ourselves yeah like even our mood like sometimes we're like no, we're something negro, like you know, all emo or something. And the next day, you're like, oh yeah, no flowers, yeah, yeah, yeah. colorful. Mm-hmm. So I try to think of that, mm-hmm. like how to be representative of everyone. Mm-hmm. So that's what helps me, I think, because even that's online, good. I have like 400 items, like wow. you know. Mm-hmm. So that's good. I think it's like always staying ahead of the game. Yeah, it's it's, very, it's a very innovative way to like look at, like, hey, this is how the market is. Let me think. What is it that I like? What is it that other people like? How do I combine that? That's you. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's literally what I try to do. Like, my mom even helps me with ideas. Like, oh. sabes que tuvieras que hacer, you should do this. <laughs> like, you know, kind of thing. Or yeah. have my friends. I'll be like, hey, what should I make? Like, recently, mm-hmm. like, I because of the Salvadorian event I was part of, mm-hmm. I did a charamusca pin. Oh, so I'm like, I needed to do something different, yeah. like you know, that isn't there, and, mm-hmm. and it was a struggle. Like, oh, how am I gonna make this? Mm-hmm. But it's like something that I think I always try to that nostalgic feeling that it's yeah. like, oh yeah, yeah, that's me. Yeah, like oh, I remember this from like when I was little. Mm-hmm. This, that's awesome. You're like, you gotta hit it. You gotta hit them where you feel it. Like All yeah. Right, so even me. when it comes, like I said, like. I have, like, superhero things. People are like, oh, that's my favorite superhero. Yeah. Or something, you know, like... Yeah, that's good. Or, like, pe- when people like flowers, they'll be like, oh, look at la florecita. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. That's interesting, though. I really like that point. Um, 
Cool, cool. Well, I don't, I, really I, don't like have, I don't have any other questions. I'm like, no, I just, I'm just I like, salute you for everything now I'm that just, you do. Yeah. <laughs> I know. yeah, so that's basically even how I make my stuff, which is whatever, and I literally work for my closet. Like, yeah. I have, like, it's luckily a big closet that yeah. I've been able to put, like, my mueblets to come yeah. my little office. So literally, literally called, it's called from the closet right here. Like, yeah, yeah. it's literally made oh, in a closet right now. Yeah. 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 closet, like, right now, it's made from a closet. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. That's but, awesome. hey, it's you that's doing it. This is your business. This is your vision. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have any future plans? Um, I just honestly want to keep this growing because mm. this is going to sound uncompetitive. Okay. So it's, yeah. I'm a very competitive person mm -hmm. and I think that just Nothing came from, wrong with that. I think that just came from being your youngest mm. and with two brothers. Oh, okay. You know, like, mm. um, Dolo and I like competition. Yeah. Um, but basically my goal with this is to be like the next Claire's. Oh, but just wow. had me. Yeah. Oh, that would be cool. So yeah. that's basically like my that's my like model kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Like yeah. the next case. Like I want to run them out of business. It's so yeah. fun. <laughs> <laughs> so basically that. Just hear that, Claire? <laughs> <laughs> that's basically you are gonna you know, be dragged <laughs> but that's basically my model and i think that's what a lot of us sometimes like yeah we're mm -hmm. treating something new mm -hmm. but there's always a model that we want to be better than yeah no yeah you know and that's healthy man that's healthy yeah so that's cool no that's that's a good goal man yeah. <laughs> god <sighs> Man, I can just imagine. Like, let's go to uh, let's go to Claire's. Wait, Claire's isn't a thing anymore. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's but yeah, cool. that's cool. basically like how my business is, how I started, mm -hmm. and like I always try to like put my culture in it. Just because being Central American, you don't see self care towards no. you. Mm -hmm. So I try to have literally a bit for everyone because yeah. I'm trying to even have for all the rest of Latino America yeah. which is so many that countries was, that was something we talked about on our last episode we interviewed um, uh, Danny from Celito Celito oh. Cafe oh. and uh, he his coffee shop he represents a lot of like Salvadorians and Guatemalans and I asked him like why is the reason you represent like those Central American countries and you're Mexican and he's like because I noticed that because he grew up in Echo Park and he noticed that a lot of like Salvadorians and Guatemalans and just Central Americans weren't represented as much as like like Mexicans or South Americans you know and I was just like that's so true you know because when you go to a lot of these um, like Latin coffee shops or like we use the example of Orchateria which like you know it's great but it's like a lot of the things there are very like just Mexican, like Frida and um, Conchas are like, I don't know, Conchas is Mexican, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. We call them a central, we yeah. just, but we call them differently. Yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. It's called differently. I forgot what the name, but yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, it's like, so a lot of it is like, so where is the Guatemalan Salvadorians being represented, you know, or Central American in general? Uh, and it's like, so it's good to see a lot of like these, like just entrepreneurs wanting to like represent these Central American countries like I said empowering each other instead of putting each other down you know but yeah exactly it's like I love what you're doing with everything that I love the sugar skull right here that you have oh uh, thanks this did is... you make it? no no my ashtray <laughs> is a sugar skull too which is funny oh. that's why I was like when I see stuff like that I'm immediately attracted to like seeing what is going on there what's happening is because I like seeing things that are just culturally enriching. 
and not just as my coach, just everyone, you know, yeah. I want to see people like spread like the worth of like who they are, you know, and like also find ways to express. So what Danny was saying in the last episode, I really liked like how he envisioned his coffee shop and what you're doing here is that you're helping out. You don't have just Guatemalan stuff, Salvadorian stuff. You have like all around, like yeah. superhero stuff. You have conchas. You have yeah, like mazapan and stuff like hot cheetos. So it's yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I even with the chip stuff. Like I didn't make just hot cheeto tacos because I'm like that's what everyone <laughs> always thinks that we like. Yeah. And then like I'm like no, people like Doritos. People like bunions. Yeah. Like I try to always have like a little bit of. Like, for bit, everything, yeah. like, yeah. for everyone. Mm-hmm. And then that was the big thing, like, the whole... Being able to identify with it. Mm-hmm. Being able to see yourself in, like, the accessories. Just yeah. because being Central American, like, yeah, I grew up in an area, but there's a lot. So I always felt represented, but I know not many did. And in, yeah. like, media or just fashion, you don't see it. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, why can't I find, like, like a fucking um, cadena que dice chapina yeah. or guanaca. Which or I you know? am wearing right now, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because th- I've never seen this in my life. Never. <laughs> so, and then that's the thing. And at events, like people, like when I do do events, people will be like, what does chapina mean? Or what does guanaca, cotracha? Yeah. And then I'll be like, oh, so Central Americans have apodos. So, yeah. you know. Not a lot of countries have that. Yeah. So I'll explain to them like, oh, okay. Like they end up even learning something new. Yeah, there. which is yeah. awesome. Yeah, it like builds a conversation, you know, makes friends and community, which is really great. So. Yeah, and that's the end goal. At least for me with this and mm-hmm. what we're doing is I want to build a community. You guys can see awesome people like you. Yeah. And like see what you guys are all about and just learn, you know. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah, I've yeah. definitely fallen in love with the community that our podcast is bringing and the community that we like we go like meet and i'm just like man it makes me fall in love even more and more with culture and people it's like oh it's so great yeah that's why i'm like i feel like sometimes even at work like my podcast voice comes out and people are like wow you're so energetic i'm like oh that's normally me i guess in a way (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah like with me it's so weird just because this wasn't intentionally what i was supposed to do but Mm. i think like Having, I've worked a lot in the community when it comes, I've worked along with organizers a lot. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, this is freeing in some way for a lot of us. Yeah. You know, even if it's just like, like I said, a cadena or a pin, like mm-hmm. it's very like, hey, no, that's me. Yeah. And then it ends up sparking conversations. I've had customers that they're like, oh yeah, I always get asked, like, where I got this? And yeah. they're like, where did this come from? Or what does this mean? Mm-hmm. And like, I do it for the customers. Like, I do it for the community. Yeah. It's not, like I said, half the stuff I probably wouldn't even wear. Yeah. You know, but it's very, like, what do you want to yeah. see? Yeah. It's Supply that. and demand. Supply and demand? For sure. Yeah. For sure. Well, um, do you have any other questions for us? No. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's okay. I didn't, I didn't think of that. Do you guys have any more questions, Melanie? Sal? Well, right now she answered all the questions I have yeah. for her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Where can they find you? Oh, yeah. So basically, I'm on Instagram and Facebook, and all of that has my Etsy link. Okay. So it's Candy's Closet and the Closets with a K. Yeah. I couldn't find with a C, so that's what it's the K. K is the best way. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, at least K is pretty. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yes. Like, yes. Like that kind of thing. K is the way to go. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, right. so on social media and all that, and um, I always do customizations, and like I said, Cool. I'm always trying to make something new. I have 
new stuff coming that I'm really yes. actually excited about. I'm excited. So. Do you have any other events that you're coming up into? So right now, I'm going to um, Seattle for a pop-up there. Shit. with Actually with Okomade Candles and Laguna Positivity Pride. So nice. I'm coming with. I'm going to get in the... Yeah. I'm actually <laughs> driving up. I'm the one that's oh, driving up with So I'll drive up with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what we're trying to do is going with basically our followers are. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's this is awesome. our third one. We're calling it Chica's Road Show. And basically, this is our third one. We went first to the Bay, and it was great. We went to Phoenix, and that went great. So now we're like, okay, Seattle. So um, I know one of the businesses over there, Cube's Baking, and they're actually, like, Latinos. Mm -hmm. Um, They make amazing pastries. And then, um, so we're doing it there. We're basically just going where our followers are. That is so awesome. That's cool. That is really cool. Seattle has some good coffee. Don't go to Starbucks. Go to some good coffee No, I know. Shop. I go to Seattle all the time. Um, I went there yeah, like three times last year. And yeah, every time yeah. it's rain. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it literally rains every time. Yeah. It would be, my friend would be like, huh, it beat the record today of like, <laughs> I don't know how many years yeah. on this day. And I'll be like, oh, okay. All right. Like, that's all. Yeah. yeah. But, that's awesome. Cool. Well, yeah. when you see Marcela, tell her Lionx says hi. We yeah. need to interview her when she comes back. <laughs> yes. Um, She's a doll. She's a doll. But cool. Well, I mean, I, I think I'm good on much. questions. Uh, thank you very much for being yeah, on the show. Thank you. Yeah, it's fun. This was fun. Yeah, it is. It is fun. I really hope y'all you hot my cherry. <laughs> I mean, we stole your virginity on podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to be on. Okay, hold on, audience. No, not like that. I see no. I see no. No, it's nasty. Chucos. Um. All right. Well. Va pues. Vámonos.